No, we cannot ship it. We can't ship a pool table. You buy a pool table where you're at. Did you check your mic yet? Check, 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 check it, check it, check it, check it, check it, check it, check it. I think that got it. Check this out. Are you ready? Ready. Check this out. What is it? You know what it is? It's that time. Chestnuts roasting on an Is it too early? Can you turn up my volume a little bit? Sure. Jack Frost is that better? ourselves adjusted here in this intro. It's a little early. We're just now headed into fall, I believe. I am ready for Christmas. I say I, say I believe because it's still I'm 90 indeed, degrees. Well, that's why I'm ready for Christmas. I'm ready for it to be cooler. You know what we're going to do again this year? We're going to go camping. Sweet. In the wintertime. Sweet. That was awesome. Just got to figure out a better sleeping situation. I like it was the, a little better last time. The cots were nice. We did the cots. And would we put our yoga mats on them? And then our sleeping bags? Yep. I can I can get some of those inflatable. I just need a little something more substantial. Yeah, I mean... For my hips. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, we can do... Um, a blow-up mattress because our car can get close enough we can get inflatable mattresses and if we do inflatable mattresses we didn't we wouldn't need whatchamacallit cots so it really saves space and we could share and cuddle mm. you don't sound as excited as i do exciting And welcome to Explicitly Us. Whether you're young, old, single or married, this podcast is for you. Light-hearted, family-friendly and full of laughs, it is guaranteed to put a smile on your face. So get on the treadmill or get another slice of cake, but just get ready because here they are. Live at the time of this recording, all the way from Table 19, your Pizzas Ready studio, here are your hosts, Andy and Trista. Feeling the vo- the mood today. I'm feeling the tune. Okay. All right. Speaking of Christmas, though, let's stay on this topic just for another minute. Okay. I really enjoyed this past year doing the twelve days of Christmas. I did as well. However, for those that haven't been uh, listening since last year, why don't you tell them? Go back and listen. No, 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 no. <laughs> We don't need to lose any more listeners. <laughs> Go, <laughs> Go ahead back. and tell them what you did and how you had a great idea. Well, we were planning to be away from home for the holidays. So we, I don't know, we're just like, do we do our Christmas presents early? We don't want to take everything with us. It would have been a lot to travel with. And so I was like, why don't we just do the 12 days of Christmas and the 12 days leading up to when we were leaving we let the kids open a gift every evening, which was really cool. I enjoyed that. However, we will be home for Christmas this year. 
So I think we really want to open the bulk of the gifts on Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. However. Is this now we're getting into your. Now we're getting into my idea. Your idea. However, I'm thinking to stick with the 12 Days of Christmas theme. But instead of doing the gifts spread out over 12 days, maybe more like stocking stuffers spread out over 12 days. I think I actually said that last year, that we could do this again, except smaller gifts. You know what? Now that you say that, it's coming back to me. You did say that. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't my idea, it's yours. But I think it's a good one. I then think you it's still fun. have all, you know, the bulk of Christmas gifts. I like it Christmas for two morning. reasons. I like it for two reasons. One, you spread out the celebration of Christmas mm-hmm. into more than just a day. Right. Two, I like giving gifts. So that's just a lot more fun. Many, many days. What was the, I feel like there's one more reason. Oh, the other reason is that ever so present bothering of the children days before Christmas. Can we open one? Can we open one? Just a little one, one. And so that would nip that in the bud as well. Even though they're stocking stuffer type gifts, you could still individually wrap them all. Yes. A little box of candy or a little trinket. I have a special guest on the phone with us. Oh, should we not tell him this news? Well, he's been listening. Okay, never mind. Hello, are you there? Hi. Let me bring your volume up and get you set here. All right. What do you think of that idea? What idea? Were you not listening? No, it's kind of quiet. Can you hear us better now? I can hear you. It's just kind of quiet. Oh. Well, then ignore what we said. Because if you weren't listening, you don't get to know. This is Clayton. Clayton, our oldest son, is out traveling the world right now. Clayton, where are you at today? Kentucky. Yeah. Uh, Mom, do you want to handle this interview? How are you doing in Kentucky? I am doing great. What's the weather like? Um, sunny, not too hot, not too cold. About perfect? Yep, pretty much. So, um, you've been away from us for over a week now, and we're having Clayton withdrawals. We miss you a bunch, and wish you were that you were here, but uh, you had to go on your, you know, when, back in the olden days, the Indians... (laughs) When they turned a certain age, they would leave the tribe and have to go <laughs> on a journey to turn the next age. Your rite of passage. Your rite of passage into manhood. And they would have to come back, you know, having completed that rite of passage. And so this is your rite of passage journey. Turning 15 years old, you had to go away to turn 15 and now when you come back, you'll have to bring back the hide of a grizzly bear that you hunted. I'll work on it. <laughs> All right. So what, what took you to the, uh, what took you to Kentucky? What, why did you go over there? Why are you traveling? Um, because I went to a conference in Tennessee. What kind of conference? 
Uh, hmm. It's like a ministry kids conference. So it was a conference for um, kids in the ministry to basically convince them that they're not weirdos. Yeah, pretty much. No, it's not. It was silly. <laughs> but it was a good time, huh? Yeah. Yeah. You uh, you told me the other day that you wished it went longer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where did tell us about where you stayed? What was it like? I stayed in. Oh, well, it was in Tennessee. Uh, you had three or four main. You had the main mansion, which was like the main house where everyone gets together, and that's where all the games were done, all the service slash meetings were done. Then you had um, the house where all the boys stayed at. That was the Alexander house. Then you had the house where all the girls stayed stayed at. I think they actually stayed in two different houses because there are more girls than boys. Mm-hmm. Um, you had that house. I'm not really sure what it's called because I was never there. And so I really didn't care. And then you had the main house where everything happened. Well, and you had a good time. And you're back home with your mm-hmm. uh, grandparents, your mother's parents. And who would have thunk, Trista? How, how long we've we been married? 16, 17 years? 16. 16 years. Who would have thunk 16 years ago that our 15-year-old would be back with your mom and dad in Kentucky while we're away? It's almost like he doesn't need us anymore. He needs us. He needs us. Well, we miss you. I just wanted to say hi. Mom wanted to say hi while we're recording this here. Do you have anything that you want to say? Uh, uh, I don't think so. That's your average 15-year-old. Happy birthday, by the way. What would you like me to say? (laughs) No, nothing. Nothing that you don't want to say. Happy birthday, you turned 15. Um, you got some good gifts. You got like probably 10 pounds worth of Reese's Pieces and Reese's candy. Years worth. Yep. That was I'll nice. make it into a month. That was nice. I'm hoping you're having a good time. And uh, love on your nan and pops, I guess. Have a good time while you're there. Because when you come back here, you're not leaving for a long time. Oh, okay. Get that idea then. All right, bud. We love you. We love you. Love you. Okay. We'll see you. Bye. Bye. So, this podcast is dealing with separation anxiety. (laughs) Our oldest. In reverse. In reverse. (laughs) Our oldest left us. So sad. I I think it. He doesn't care. He just, yeah, it was like. He does not care to be gone. He doesn't miss us. Let's go do this. What a jerk. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't even care. Which we've discovered. I mean, he's getting older. I feel like we were in like the stage of childhood for so long. Now we're entering into the teen years. But like we're getting this different view of his personality. 
Very different. Of his character. And just recently, I can say, we've discovered that he's very social. Yeah. And he likes to socialize and talk with others right. about anything. Right. Interact with others. And honestly, a year ago, I don't think I knew that about him. He's he's in development. He's a work in progress. And he was completely fine to get on a plane without us and go somewhere and then go be with people he didn't know for a week. Well, without us, but with with another couple. So Yeah, but I mean a lot of kids struggle mm-hmm. with leaving home, their parents yeah. going he, he away. He gave us the peace sign and said Toodaloo. He did not have separation anxiety. He said Toodaloo, see you later. <laughs> um Yeah. I can say that I didn't when I was when I was growing up, I can't say I ever had homesickness. The only time I ever experienced homesickness was when you were homesick, you know, was when I was traveling in Nicaragua. Mm. That was the only time. Really? But that's when I was married to you. I always, always had homesickness. Yeah. Always. I was very much a homebody. You still are? My space, my comfort zone, the people I knew well. Mm-hmm. Take me out of that. Yeah. It's not a good thing. Not a good You're thing. not a backpacker. <laughs> You're not a European I'm backpacker. I'm not a world traveler. <laughs> no. no, but uh, I, I I can be, but I don't know what it was. Um, I was very, it was very easy for me to leave home, but every kid's different. Mm-hmm. Clayton's getting that way. I think it's part of his independence coming out a little bit. Maybe he just doesn't like us. It's not like we abuse him or anything. You know, he's got a lot of responsibility here. He does have a lot of responsibility in chores and things. And so maybe he thought, man, I get a month vacation from chores. Maybe, although he's done some work. Yeah, he's he worked, worked on some all things. Day yesterday. He took his schoolwork with him because we got to keep his schoolwork going. Took his schoolwork. He'll do some of that. Benefit of homeschooling. Mm-hmm. Nana will keep him on, right. on track. Right. So that's good, but I really do miss him. I didn't know I would miss him like this, but I do. It's a little quieter. Yeah. He's kind of a instigator with the others. Yes. He He's a troublemaker. He likes to get it started, you know, and then walk away. Well, <laughs> he has the he has the alpha syndrome. He is the oldest. He is a boy and uh, biggest. Yeah. And uh, so anyways, do you have separation anxiety? Deal with it with Dramamine, your only source for separation anxiety. I just felt like we should do a commercial. Speaking of commercials, this this show is going to be a pretty slow one today. Y'all, if you guys want to move on to the next one, you can. But listen. We're talking about Christmas, and we're talking about commercials. What are we going to do coming up near Christmas? What are we going to do, Trista? Giveaways? That's right. 
giveaways. I'm so glad you were listening to last week's podcast. Yeah. We're going to do giveaways because we just enjoy it. So if you have something that you want to give away, let us know. Whatever it is. We'll give it away for you. We'll give it away for you. I'm excited about it. I mean, I wish I had something to give away right now. I don't. I could say the next person to answer their phone. We could, we're going to do that one. What we should do is the next person who answers their phone and we call people, random people. That's mm. what we should do. So, all right, I've done settled it. Done settled it. What we do, tell me if this is a good idea. We tell people from now on, send us an email if you want to be entered into the giveaways. You enter once for all of them. Once for all of them. With that email. Your phone number. Okay. Then. We put all the phone numbers. In. A basket. Hat. Bucket. Whatever. And when we're giving something away. We just draw one out. We dial the number. If they answer. They win. If they don't. We move on. Okay. Okay. And we keep moving on until somebody answers. When they answer, they win. If they win, they go back into the bucket still, right? Because they could win like five times. And so every week, we just draw a number and give something away. And then we, next week, draw the numbers again. So once you're entered, your number always stays in the bucket. What do you think of that method of giving things away? Sounds good. So it's a drawing, but also it's a way to invite people to answer their phone live on the air with us to accept their win. And then maybe if we have a lot of things to give away, we could come up with some other giveaway methods, methods. methodologies. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not against that. For now, let's do it this way. So if you're listening, get your email in. We'll put it into a separate folder for Christmas giveaways. I don't know what we're going to give away. It might be gift cards. It might be uh, candy. It might be toilet paper. You never know. We might have another shortage. Uh, if you have a business and you want to donate. If you have a business and you want to donate. Send us an email. Send us an email of what you would like to donate. Okay, you don't have to send it the item to us. You can just send us an email of what you want to donate, even if it's like coupons or, you know, some kind of uh, credit towards buying product, uh, whatever you want to do. Maybe you have a skill and you want to give away six free guitar lessons. I don't know. Online. I don't know, Trista. What do you think? Sounds good. Maybe you want to give away free prayers. Somebody could win free prayers, and you have to pray for them for whatever they want. That might be a stretch. We shouldn't have to win that. <laughs> Maybe you just want to go to the store and buy a gift mm-hmm. and say... Ooh, because we, we will be your secret Santas. Yes. We will be your in-between. And you say, I have a gift that I will... Away, yeah, that's show. cool to like a random person, mm-hmm. and you don't know what they need. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's a uh, here's another thing that you can do if you know what you want to give away, don't go buy it, find it on Amazon, okay, 
once the person wins, if you want to do the gift giver, we'll send you their address and you can send it directly from you and not have to pay for shipping. Yeah, if you've got the free shipping. Yeah, 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 true enough. Amazon's the way to go. True enough, if you got Amazon Prime. So what, you know, maybe you want to, okay, here's an example, an example, Trista. Let's say there's a book that you really enjoy, which by the way, we could spend a minute talking about the book I'm enjoying right now. But let's say there's a book that has helped you in life. You enjoy it. You're like, I wish other people would like this book. I wish other people would read this. And you think, I want to give this to somebody. There you go. Say, I will go on Amazon and put their address in and send them this book. I'm willing to do that. All right. Send us an email of what you would like to give away. I think that's exciting. Perfect. Let's all be secret Santas. Trista, and of course, explicitly us, will have a few things that we're going to give away. Yes. We'll think of some things. We'll do it. And, uh, boy, that's going to be fun. Let's all do it. Everybody, even if you're if you're wanting to enter to win, think of something that you might like to, to give somebody from across the world as a secret Santa. This, this drawing is turning into a whole <laughs> new beast, right? It's turning into just everybody giving gifts to one another. But somebody could win like half a dozen gifts right they could win a like a bunch of them because your name goes back in every time which i i think it's i mean do you think I, here's the thing i don't want to take the number out because we're going to get left with like only the numbers that people won't answer their phone right i mean if you don't answer your phone it's your own fault i can't help you right i can't fix that <laughs> i'm trying to teach my family to I'm, What's going to happen is my family is going to get entered in and they're going to have to learn to answer the phone when I call. That's going to be the issue. So, where are we at so far? You like this idea, Trista? I like it. I think it's going to be good. All right. So, one of the things that I could really give somebody, which I don't know if this might never, maybe you should think of a gift to give people and I'll think of a gift to give people, okay? Mm-hmm. But look, y'all, if you have not read The Hiding Place, the story about Corey Ten Boom. Actually, it's Corey Ten Baum from the way they read it. You need to go read it. It's a really an amazing book. It's a really good story. Of course, it's true. True story of the Baum family who were from Harlem, Netherland, Holland. Harlem, ha- Holland. Is that right? The Netherlands. In the Second World War. When... Uh, Mr. Hitler was taking over Holland, which Holland thought they were going to be neutral. Nobody was going to bother them. Hitler took over, persecuted the Jews in their country, imprisoned Corey Ten Boom and her family. But before that, they helped um, Jews hide from the Gestapo. Really a great book. And if you're a Christian, you're going to enjoy it even more. It's very encouraging. What I've learned about the book is it's almost more about Betsy Ten Boom than it is Corey. Um, Betsy was an amazing woman. She really was. Corey, eh. Corey is more like all of us. She was more of the practical Christian. And then Betsy was like the Stephen, probably Stephen, in between Stephen and Jesus, somewhere in that spectrum. Jesus Stephen, she was supernatural. She had, yes, in a supernatural way, she went through the 
concentration concentration camps. I almost said consecration. Concentration camps with love for her tormentors and guards. Really amazing love. This is one place in the book, several places, but a reoccurring instance when they're talking about what they're going through in the concentration camp that Corey would be complaining to her sister and then um, Betsy would turn around and say, yes, we need to do something. When we get out of here, we need to open a like a home for these poor people where they can come and recover and, and learn about love. And Corey would always think she was talking about the prisoners, but Betsy was talking about the guards. Mm -hmm. She wanted to minister to the guards. After they got out of the concentration camp, she wanted to show the guards what love was. She felt bad for them. Yeah, she felt bad. Yeah. As they were striking and beating prisoners, Betsy felt bad for the guards. Because they didn't have Jesus. Ain't that amazing? That's very convicting. Because what we all think is let them burn. Let them rot in hell. That's what we are all thinking. And that's what Corey was probably thinking at times. You know, she Corey in the book said she, you know, went, almost went out a guard with a shovel for striking Betsy. And Betsy, like, got in front of her and said, no, 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 don't do that. She said, don't look at me. She said, look at Jesus. Oh, yeah. Because Betsy got hit with a with a leather crop across the um, the neck, shoulder area, and there was blood and a welt, and blood was coming out and stuff. And Corey was looking at Betsy, and that's when Betsy said, "Don't look at me, look at Jesus." Man, that's hard. That's a supernatural dying to self. Like Betsy was amazing. Yeah, yeah and I I was reading that. Like we what we do is. Um, before well, when we're going to bed we'll have a book playing or something and if you have the audible app you can turn it on like 15 or 30 minutes and it goes off automatically and so we'll be listening to that or something and i was like half asleep and they said that and i woke up like wow <laughs> like that's crazy like trista did you hear that it's a little heavy for bedtime reading eh. you know if if that's what you want on your mind before you go to sleep it's Good and bad, I think, you know? It doesn't bother. Does it bother you? You haven't said. Has it it bothered your dreams lately? Not my dreams. It just, it's very Mm thought-provoking to try to fall asleep to. It leaves me, like, wide awake. Because it just goes out after 15 minutes, you know? And so then I'm left, like, dwelling on it all for a while. Which isn't bad, but if you had wanted to just read something to go to sleep that doesn't yeah. really work for me with this story i will tell you though a lot of times why i am restless is because i'm thinking about things that i shouldn't be thinking about worry stress fears those things and so why i enjoy a thought-provoking book is it does get my mind thinking about other things um you know because it's hard to turn the brain off to not think about anything. So if you're going to, that's why it's good to read your Bible before bed or pray before bed because it gets your mind focused and centered on what it should be thinking about before bed. Helps you go to bed rest. So that's why I like it. Um, it calms me, you know, but I understand. Um, but then again, when the book goes off, I'm good because I know I can 
continue the next day and that's when i'll think about it again but i forget where it ended last night but i do remember it faded out right at a really good spot like her sister had been in the hospital oh my goodness yeah her sister was in the hospital and she was going to sneak in to see her and she was sneaking around the the hospital to get into a back window where she can climb in through the window to see her and it was talking about her going around to this window and then it faded out to our sleepless sleeplessness sleep into our sleepy time <laughs> i don't know what i was trying to say sleepfulness sleepfulness that way yeah maybe yeah, yeah. <laughs> well that's when it faded out and i almost thought oh, maybe i'll turn the timer on for 10 more minutes and i, I didn't and i went to sleep and i must have slept rough last night because i had this slight twinge of a headache that is from i think tension in my neck and so i might have slept in my weird position again Mm. you tend to do that yes i do yes i do but um let's do a little segment we like to call today in history you have a today in history what happened today i do today in history which can you it's been a long time since i've gotten on you for not speaking into the mic it's really loud but and so I don't want to get too close. I'll turn to your it. volume down, but I need you to get it right into the mic. Go ahead. Right up in there. Right up all in that mic. Okay. All right. There you go. I don't see how that's any better, but all right. I'll turn it down more. There. How's Whatever. that? I can't hear it at all now. Oh, my word. Here. How's that? Hello. Hello. Much better. Sound beautiful. Okay. So today in history, which will actually be tomorrow in history. No, they don't know that, though. They don't know where they think it's... It is, because I have the date. I know, but it's when this is released, it's today, right? When we release it, it's today. It's Monday. But if I say today in history, they're going to be like, oh, I wonder what day they recorded. They don't know. That's today. what day is it? Surely not. I don't think they would do that. I think they would think today. September 20th. That's what you should do. Not say today or tomorrow. You should say today, Monday, whatever, whatever. What is it? What's the date tomorrow? September 20th. September 20th already? However, it was not Monday when this event occurred in 2017. I remember. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, is Hurricane Maria. Struck Puerto Rico. That was not a hurricane sound at all. Do you remember the hurricane sound? Yes, it sounded like... I know um, you said we weren't going to talk about it, but let's be honest, people know where we live. So... Yeah, we experienced Hurricane Maria. Let me tell you what it sounded like if you've never been in a hurricane. No joke. It sounded like... Hey, is that your leg under the table? That's my leg. I'm playing footsies with her knee. <laughs> um, here's what it sounded like. It sounded like fighter jets had landed four fighter jets, one on each side of the house. And then another fighter jet landed on top of our house. And we are surrounded by fighter jets. As some people say a tornado. A tornado sounds like a train coming through. That's what they say. Well, I think a hurricane, when it goes over you, sounds like fighter jets. I don't know what fighter jets sound like. Just think of the think of the thrust. It was intense. 
propulsion, propulsion, pro, how do you say that word? I can't say it. Propulsion. Is that how you say it? I don't know that word. You know, the thrust from an airplane. <laughs> I'm struggling. <laughs> the thrust from an airplane, the air, the amount of like the air that comes out and through the intake, you got okay. the intake sound from the front of the jet and then you got the thrust out the back and that, you know, that yeah. is what it sounds like. So if you ever stood next to an airplane. A jet plane when a it jet, was taking off. <laughs> yeah. That's what it just think about it go yeah um it was loud it's crazy so that was today in history four years later feels like a lot longer i'm not gonna lie i feel like covid's been four years (laughs) (laughs) it's been a lot in the last four years (laughs) it's been a lot it's been a lot (laughs) yeah (laughs) Where was that razor at? <laughs> Cut my wrist now. I'm joking. That's morbid. Oh, that's very morbid. No, it's been a lot though. If there if there's a way to go out, I don't know how I'd do it. I don't think I could take my own life though. Probably jumping from a very tall building <laughs> is the best way. If I had to think about it. I guess this conversation. This conversation has gone down. Well, because we said we've been through a lot in the last four years. What does that have to do with suicide? You know know what's sad about it? The truth of the matter is, is there was a lot of people that committed suicide after Hurricane Maria and during COVID. It's actually not a joking matter. It's a very sad thing. It's an everyday. True enough. Occurrence. Yeah, it sure is. Some reasons are, are, I'm going to say they're valid. I'm going to say some reasons for suicide are valid, not right. Well, in everyone's mind. True enough. But what I'm saying is like valid. some people have been through the ringer. You know, a guy is driving with his family and they get in a car wreck because he fell asleep at the wheel and the wife and, you know, let's say four kids because I have four kids. They all die. It would be kind of hard to continue on, I think. And so when I say valid, I don't mean it's justified. I'm just saying like. There's some legitimate, I don't want to go on living feelings going on. I think everyone's grief tower is different. Oh, you've been reading that book. And things may stack up higher for one person before they tumble than another. Do you want to share about that book? I do not right now. I'm going to finish reading it and then maybe I'll share about it. Okay. Coming to you very soon. The grief tower. I don't know if that's what it's called, but um, we'll be talking about that. Go ahead. You want to say something? No, I can tell. I was just going to say it's the book I'm reading is about raising third culture kids. Mm-hmm. Um, but then within that book, they talk about the grief tower and the author also puts out a booklet called the grief tower. So okay. it's kind of a two, two parter. Kind of like a watchtower type thing. You got your main book. Not really. And then you got- <laughs> <laughs> Not really. Oh, I don't know why, folks, I have this demented personality within me that wants to ruin everything, but... This podcast episode is, like, all over the place. I love it. It's explicitly us. All over the place. This is what we signed up for. 
this is what makes us who we are. We've been from separation anxiety to to suicide to, suicide, to Christmas to Christmas, which is the biggest uh, time of year for suicides. That's what they say, anyways. Bring it all together for us. All right, Christmas is the Put biggest it in time. A nice, pretty little package for us. Okay, Christmas is the biggest time of year for suicide, and most of the reason for suicide around Christmas is about separation. People don't have people in their life or they're missing people in their life. They experience separation anxiety, so they kill themselves at Christmas. There you go. It all comes together. Their grief tower collapses. Right. And Corey Ten Boom, her sister, she was here. She would help us with our grief tower. Because she look was like, Jesus. look, hey, bringing it together. Look. Look. At Jesus. At Jesus. Bringing it all together. So, hey. It's Monday. Have a great week. It's going to be an amazing week. You're going to get a lot of things done. That's why we're here to help you have a great week. You're welcome. You are. (laughs) (laughs) Be thankful. (laughs) Be very thankful. (laughs) You know what I got to do here in a little bit? I got to take the kids. Yep. Got to go to music class. For the Cuatro. AJ and Oliver. Second week back. Have fun with that. Yep. And then after that, I think I'm going to go to the shooting range. Do some pew pew. Have fun with that too. I'm going to. I have a conversion kit to put on my weapon. Try to go from 9 to 22. For those, I'm talking in code for those of you that understand firearms. If you don't, ignore that. But yeah, I'm going to do some children's safety with some of the kids. Teach them about gun safety a little bit more. It's always good to up that again. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to do that this afternoon. Then i got to come back and seal the roof again. Put another layer of sealant on. It's never done. It's never done. Anyways, I'm dealing well with my separation, anxiety, but I really wanted to come back soon. We can make it. Yeah. It's gonna, we're going to have a big celebration when he comes back. All right. Until then, love you, Trista. Love you. Thank you for joining us on the Explicitly Us podcast. If you haven't subscribed, please do. You'll be the first to listen to our show when it's released every Monday. See you next time on Explicitly Us.